Good morning, church family and saints, and I hope you are having a great morning. I decided to go um, on my podcast today. I haven't recorded anything in a while, so um, but the Holy Spirit's been dealing with me this morning, and I posted a few um, things on Facebook um, pertaining to what is happening in the atmosphere, in the uh, spirit realm right now. And, um, I just want to know, are you in position? That is the title of this discussion. Are you in position? Good morning to all. I hope you are having a great start to your day. Um, I am Tori Howard, speaker of Remnant for Christ, and I come to bring a message from the Lord. Very good healthy and hearty message. And this title is, are you in position to receive blessing? Are you in position? Many people want to receive, you know, financial blessings and money and like to throw out the scripture that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And they take it and run with it without really dissecting it and understanding what that truly means. What we have to understand is that these blessings that everyone wants so bad is tied to the heart. Your heart is going to produce actions, okay? Jeremiah 17 and 9 says the heart is deceitful and sick. Who understands it? So that tells you right there that the heart is incapable of doing right. So it's really hard to ask and Say you receive the blessings and favor of the Lord when if he decides to uh, open the windows of heaven and allow that to be poured onto you, that you will not be willing to do the right things with it. Okay, so it starts with your heart. So we see what we have to do to begin the road to receive blessings and um, the outpouring of Um, what God has for us, because the word says in Psalms 37 and four, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our hearts. So we have to understand that Jesus or God, he owns our hearts. So if we are allowing him to create a clean heart, and renew a right spirit, which is what Psalms 51 and 10 says, that is a reconstructing of the old fleshy, stony, actually the stony heart. Okay. Because the word says that he will replace the stony heart and put in a heart of flesh. That is Ezekiel 36 and 26. So we see that there is a replacing of the heart. Okay. So That is what, when God gives you his heart, the desires are going to be of him because God is of good. So the the desires are not going to be of evil. It's not going to be deceitful and it's not going to be sick. Okay. So we should want the heart of God, the one that he creates in us, the new heart so that we can go ahead and move accordingly. At that point, through reading of his word and obedience, he will be able to open up those windows and bless us. Okay. And to maintain that heart, 
that he gives us, Hebrews 4 and 12 says the word of God is living and active. So it's the word. We have to open our Bibles and read the word and that it's sharper than any two edged sword. OK, and it's piercing. It pierces the joints of marrow and it discerns the thoughts. So it's able to tell the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So the word, by reading that, you will gain that knowledge to know, okay? You'll have that knowing of when your thoughts are crossing over and it's trying to, uh, uh, thoughts is trying to grab or recreate, go back to the old heart, which is deceitful and sick. So that's where discernment comes in. And that is very important to be able to discern through our thoughts whether this is a heart of God or is this old heart trying to creep up and bring its way back to the surface. Refute that with the word of God, Hebrews 4 and 12. And God also gave us the story or the parable of the three servants, okay? And Matthew chapter 25, 14 through 30. I'll read it a part of it briefly. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long journey, he called together his servants and he trusted his money to them, okay, while he was gone. So he gave five bags of silver to one, okay, and he gave one bag of silver, um, I mean two bags of silver to another and one bag of silver to the last. So he dividing, you know, proportioned it to their abilities. Okay, so this is how God works. He will proportion uh, the blessings according to our abilities. So he's not going to give us more than what we can handle. His word says that. So the servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. He didn't let the money sit. He was not stingy. Okay, so he he invested it. It multiplied. And then the servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and he earned two more. So even though he will, he only received two bags of silver, he still produced. He gave and he multiplied with what God gave him. Okay. But the servant who received one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and he hid it. He sat on the money. He was stingy. He didn't help anyone. He left it there. There was no multiplication, nothing. So when the master returned back from his um, trip, he, um, he uh, called the uh, servants uh, forward. Okay. And the servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest. I've earned five more. So the master was excited. Okay. So in spiritual eyes, we know the master is, this is a story of Jesus and how he treats us. This is the, the blessings that we uh, are so quick to talk about that we want to receive, but we have to understand what are we doing when we get that blessing? Are we sitting on it? Or are we multiplying? Okay. So that master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. So God will add more responsibilities or even more giftings. If you're going and getting souls, you got to see the spiritual insight of this parable also. Okay. So you have to see that it, it, it has so many uh, different 
um, areas that you could break it down in. You could break it down in blessings, you know, um, that God will uh, pour out of heaven unto you. And it's going to be according to your abilities. And, or you can look and you can look at it as souls, you know, are we reproducing within the kingdom through of gaining more souls and witnessing and uh, converting people and sinners actually to Christ? Okay, so and now we move forward and we see the servant that had the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags to invest and I've earned two more. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling that small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate. Then we go to the last servant, okay, with the one bag of silver that came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man invest and harvesting crops, and I didn't plan. You didn't plant and gathering crops. You didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. So he was stagnant. Okay. He did nothing with the money. He sat on it. No production. Okay. Nothing. So what did the master say? He said, you are wicked and lazy. If you knew I harvested crops, I didn't plant and gathered crops, I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? Because at least depositing in the bank, you would have got some interest for it. You, you didn't even get interest on it, okay? You didn't deposit it, you did nothing with it, you buried it. So that means you threw it away, you, you, you took it for granted, you, you, just, or just, you just sat on it. So it, it, wasn't even, it didn't even produce an interest. Okay, so that that's, you know, just letting us know, you know, to be careful about asking for blessings, but you're not in the position to receive the blessings. Okay. And as I said, there's other analogies, you know, there's deeper um, revelation through this too, as far as um, gaining souls and going out and finding souls, but I'm keeping this limited as far as blessings, because a lot of people want to um, uh, speak on that and say, I receive it, but don't know that there's actions that have to take place to receive this. And it starts with the heart. Okay. So if your heart isn't even right, we're not in position to ask for even blessings. Okay. So we, you, you should be happy to receive the grace that he already gives us of life. Okay. But we have to have our hearts right to receive other things, financial uh, blessings in particular, as I was reading with this uh, uh, parable in Matthew. So we have to be really careful not to, uh, to know how to handle those blessings. Once God gives it to us, are you being responsible? Are you a good steward of those blessings? Is your heart in the right place when you receive it? Are you willing to help others? Are you willing to help others grow? Are you willing to, you know, multiply? God said to be multi to be fruitful and multiply. When he spoke that to Adam and Eve, he meant that in all areas of life, okay? Because God wants every, uh, he wants life and abundantly. So life needs to be spoken in every area, finances, our health, etc. okay? This in particular, blessings, which can be finances and, um, or things through resources that we want to gain or we want God to help us with, 
we have to be good stewards of it. And our, it starts with our hearts. Our hearts have to be pure and ready to receive those blessings. So we see here that the, the uh, master had said, take the money from this last servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags of silver. Okay, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have in abundance. But to those who do nothing, even with the little that they have, will be taken away. That will even be taken away, okay? So he said, now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I don't know about you, but I do not want to be useless in the kingdom of God. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be delayed. I want to be obedient. I want to be fruitful and I want to multiply. And we have to understand that this uh, topic on um, are you in position to receive blessing goes along with tithes and offering that is attached to this because tithe is a giving. Okay. It's a giving to the poor. It's a giving uh, to help move forward and thrust forward a ministry. It's um, a giving to the widows, which widows are uh, women that have lost their husband, either through divorce or death. And um, also it's a giving to the fatherless children. Okay. So the orphans. So this, this is all tied together. And I hope I'm making it very clear how everything comes into full circle, you know, and it starts with our heart. Just remember that in whatever God blesses you with, whether it's through resources, um, uh, monetary, um, even our children are blessings. A child is a blessing and a gift, also a gift. So um, we have to understand by even keeping them stagnant is uh, not allowing them to grow and multiply. This is why um, if you listen to a couple of my lives, I speak on allowing uh, parents allowing should allow uh, men and especially men to be men and to grow and to uh, help them move forward in moving on in life and uh, taking care of themselves because they will have a family, you know, positively speaking to take care of and they need to learn you. We cannot keep them stagnant and keep them remained at home well beyond the age of manhood. I had to learn this for myself. So blessings. Okay is given in so many different ways. It's not just monetary. It is through life, our children. It could be through resources. It's through souls. So, you know, we have to be a blessing. We have to multiply and we have to plant seeds and we are to move them forward. Don't keep them stagnant or they will remain in the ground and die. This is physically and spiritually speaking. So this is all I really, you know, have, although this um, analogy of the, well, the parable of the, the talents, it is, um, it has different or many uh, 
spiritual meanings we can in other words we can use that story in many different areas in our life I chose to particularly define it in the blessings area because many people are you know not misquoting but not having the full understanding of the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just scripture without having the full knowledge of what it entails so at least hearing this, hopefully it can prepare you or allow you to go seek his word and read and um, gain even more knowledge and wisdom um, in this area of blessings and receiving blessings and being in that position to receive it. And it is not just something, oh, I'm in position. I put myself here. It's not a temporary thing. This is uh, something that we have to strive to keep doing. And this is a life uh, style. It's a change. Okay. It's a complete change. So we have to have our hearts changed first and foremost before even thinking about receiving, uh, blessings from the windows of heaven. Okay. So I'm hope, hopefully I'm not being too tough, but I just want people to know that, you know, there's a work that we have to do to, you know, even see God, you know, thrust us forward and give us more, like with the story of the talents to get more, we want more and more and more, but we're not doing our part in reproducing and being obedient. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me for this message. I'm trying I try to have all of my messages under 20 minutes. Um, some may go over by a couple of minutes, but I hope this message has just done something, you know, in your spirit and hopefully is driving you in the, you know, correct direction. Um, thank you very, very much. And I hope you guys are all blessed to hearing this word. Thank you.